Shalom Aleichem, good Shabbos, nice and early, one of my clients canceled, so you know what that means, I got time to podcast, yes, this is like playing pickup basketball for me, it's so much fun, not to mention that I know my future generations will listen to this, I hope, and maybe I'll be turned into a hologram, I can talk and they can see me talking, alright, take care, we're gonna get right into some deep shit, enjoy. So you guys know Lex Friedman, yeah? Lex Friedman's got a huge podcast. He gets a lot of celebrities on there. Anyways, he had this random guy, and he's not so random anymore. Like a very, very spiritual, famous dude, but I didn't know who he was. He was talking about channeling ideas. He says, when we have an idea and we don't act on it, you'll see another person or group of people acting on it. So this could be in your own backyard, as he says, like people in your own life, or across the globe, or on YouTube, or somewhere else. He's saying like this infinite intelligence concept, and this is my own take on this now. Infinite intelligence is this concept that when you have a thought, it is energy that's out there. And anyone can take that energy or any moving frequency can latch on to that frequency. Because remember, energy is just particles bouncing off each other at certain rates. And we all are just atoms and string, like electrons, protons, neutrons bouncing off each other. And so if you think about this, our thoughts are also that. And it's energy. It's all energy. And so we, this I can't explain. I guess it's just the indomitable human spirit. Cells like to latch on to other cells like itself. So people like to latch on to ideas that are similar to that of the energy they, they project. And so with this concept, now jump back to his quote. It says that this, uh, that that's the idea being ready to present itself. And humans are strictly vehicles for intricate ideas that animals can't perform. So it's a very interesting concept. He's saying like, when you, if you don't act on something, someone else will because the energy's been put out there. Or or like the Bader-Meyhoff phenomenon or priming, you'll see somebody taking on that dream of yours because you're focusing on it. But anyways, folks, infinite intelligence, be careful what energy you throw out there because it will manifest. And this is actually, I think I talked about this last episode. Manifestation is a thing. People go, oh, I manifested my whole life for this one thing, but it didn't happen. Well, it happened to someone else. And remember, we are all the same energy. We are literally all the same electrons, protons, neutrons. Because we're all the same energy, that manifestation happened, but not to you. It's a human construct that we're all different. Nothing is different. It only appears different because of our senses. I'll leave that there. Manifestation always happens, just maybe not to you and maybe not in your lifetime because the energy sometimes doesn't manifest until you're dead. Uh, remember manifestation is an event unfolding and so an idea is just it's real an idea is real just it hasn't manifested within the realm of our fabric of reality within the realm of our senses to keep that in mind moving on the happiest people have a transcend transcendental lens have you guys heard of transcendental meditation anyways what this means is that they think bigger than themselves okay it's you know, sad people think about me, 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 me all the time. So philosophers use two definitions, the I self and the me self. The I self is observational, outward looking, zen and present. The me self, it's all about reflection from the inside world in comparison with the world coming back to them in the end. Their life has to do with my house, my job, my commute, my mortgage, my, 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 me, me, me. That's the me self. The transcendental way of life is key for peace. And that way is the outward way to look outward and stop comparing. Um, Pretty much it's the saying, um, create, don't consume, right? And I'll I'll finish this quote by this guy on this cool podcast here. You need 
perspective. You need to zoom out. When the Dalai Lama said you're one in seven billion, what he's saying is that you aren't insignificant. He's saying you, you are, you are, you need relief once in a while and to stop focusing on yourself. Okay, that, you're one in seven billion. You don't have to focus on yourself. There's so much out there, beautiful things you can focus on. Um, you don't have to compare to yourself. Take something for what it is. Ben Franklin said, Many a man think he's buying pleasure when he's really selling himself to it. And at first you're thinking like, okay, I don't really get it because it sounds whatever. But when you really break it down, this is actually such a deep quote. You're selling yourself to pleasure. Yes, I agree with Ben Franklin. Because I thought about, you buy a movie, for example. And that's pleasure to watch a movie and laugh. You had to sell your time to enjoy that pleasure. It's a pessimistic way to view joyful things in life. But in the end, it comes down to peace being the only true, real, long-lasting thing that you don't need to sell yourself for or trade anything for, is peace. Yes, you do not, you can't buy peace. I'm just saying. That, that, honestly, I kind of want to end the podcast right here. You cannot buy peace. You can't trade for peace. Peace is the present moment. Peace is the nothingness. Peace was never created, never destroyed. Just like the present moment wasn't created or destroyed. Just like the unmanifested fabric of reality, the opposite to our manifested physical world, universe, the opposite to that yin-yang that made us exist, that is peace as well because it is never created or destroyed. It just is. There's no context. There's no labels, definitions, beliefs, forms, none of that. That's peace. You can't trade for that because we all have a present moment right now. We all have awareness right now. It costs nothing to be aware. It costs nothing to be mindful. That is why we all have peace for free. Just no one knows this. I don't know why. You cannot buy peace. You choose to be peaceful. Moving on. I saw a cartoon with a man crying, but covering his sad face with a happy mask. Okay, it was like a deep meme thing. And so again, you can see him crying, but he's cat covering his face with a happy mask. And it's this classic meme we've all seen of like the crying face that's like drawn. And then the quotes, it's impossible to be happy if I don't have a nice car. And, and then insert, you can insert anything other than a car, family, trips, houses, etc. And I don't know that the song that was playing, uh, just, it's a reminder, everyone, you absolutely can be at peace without that, those things. Notice it says it's impossible to be happy if I don't have a nice car. Okay. Sure. Because happiness, to me, I see it no different than any other emotion. I don't put happiness on a pedestal. I see it as any other emotion. Literally, it's all the same to me. We've just put different beliefs and content, different beliefs and labels on those emotions, right? We, we put this, we put this positive connotation on happiness and it's a fallacy uh, it's such a that, that's what keeps everyone in this rat race and everyone in this consumeristic life so man I, I, I feel like I just want to shake some people and like tell them this it's just like oh happiness and sadness and every emotion is all the same be at peace with the emotion you're in right now because it's inevitable you're going to change emotions that's how life works when we have all this energy bumping into each other at once things are going to change anyways I'm rambling Here's a quote. Life is very short and anxious for those who forget the past, neglect the present, and fear the future. That's by Seneca. Absolute facts. And 
I've really started latching onto this belief, people. Anyone who says life's short, in my opinion, just was not present enough. And I'm probably naive saying this because I've only lived 25 years on Earth, but the last three years have, have been very slow and beautiful, actually. Like, I'm not kidding when I say that, really. I'm not capping because I've started to get really aware and present. And I've stretched days out by just being present and, and enjoying those little things. Everything used to fly by. So, and, and that was me being younger than I am now. So mathematically, it shouldn't be flying by. But everything used to fly by. And that was because I was already thinking about other things. I, I really didn't enjoy little moments every day. And I wasn't present every day. I shall see, however, as I get older, if this holds true. Yep, I will see if this holds true. Anyways, remember that you'll die soon. This is a new concept now. Remember that you will die soon. Just remember that. Soon, soon regarding the grand scheme of history, you will die soon. Don't get trapped in false security. Uh, this this phrase, remember that you will die soon, it helped someone make a ton of huge life decisions in this post I watched. Uh, it helped them. So maybe it'll help you. It's just, we are mortal. So that's the beautiful, that's, I saw actually, I didn't, I didn't write this in my notes, but I saw a post on the gods envy us because we're mortal. That's why the gods envy us because every day matters for us because we die. I'll let that sit right there because we die. Everything matters. That's the reason everything matters. Yeah. It's, it's like the stock of life is high because of supply demand on our time. <laughs> I swear I already talked about this, but I'll say it again. The, this whole thing was called the benefits of verbal silence it was a video from the 60s actually that was on tiktok and this means you're silent while everyone is talking verbal silence it's like so if you are sitting at a dining room table and, and not talking you would hear everyone's mind around you you'll just hear what they're doing with their minds is that their minds are solid things you'll, you'll hear oh their mind's there they're talking about the grocery store are their minds about school you'll just and it's nice. You start to think where you would be in those situations, right? You start thinking, oh, if I was in their shoes. And you can talk to yourself and be your own best friend. See what kind of drama you'd be lost in regarding the other conversation. It gives you perspective, like standing back a little, right? It's like you're standing back and it gives you perspective on everyone's worlds. It tunes you to a quieter place in yourself. That's the, the great thing. There's a lot of social tension in people about conversation, about relationship. The minute you take the statement, I am silent, it's like you're off of that for a little while, right? All that social tension and everything. Like the second you decide I'm going to be silent and just observe, all that tension goes. It just goes. Completely goes. So what, I, I made a comment about this as well. And what I'm getting here is that when you choose to listen, listen, when you choose to listen, we begin easing up and feeling calm. We have control over our thoughts because we're aware of our thoughts when we choose to be silent. And you just listen to a conversation. Folks, we're going to move on. What are we got 10.39. My client comes in. It's 8.20. client comes in 10 minutes. Okay, how much? Okay, I'm going to buzz. try to buzz through these. If I watch. I'm going to definitely go off on a tangent, but whatever. This is TikTok Hochman more of it. Life is not about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Bernard Shaw. That's who said that. And I actually disagree with this, okay? I disagree because these are not the same thing. When you're searching for the true you, for the true you, you're creating the new you. When we kill our self-talk, okay, a new one immediately resurrects. This cycle will never end. That's, a, that's Jay Shetty mentioned that in Live Like a Monk. Our ego always resurrects. And you are always creating yourself. You are. Finding yourself, creating the, yourself. You don't find yourself. All right, folks, my client's coming. I got to go. 
Folks, I think I was, I was contradicting myself because I just read this quote. It says, life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. And I said I disagree. But I actually do agree with this. It is, you are creating yourself all the time. Maybe finding yourself because of free will and that philosophical concept of free will. Maybe that's why I disagreed at first. But I disagree with my old self. My old self disagreed. Now I, I agree with it. So that goes to show, folks, that like, you can constantly start if I'm out of breath. I was just uh, running to get a client in here. But yeah, it goes to show how we can constantly agree and disagree with ourselves. So like, uh, it comes down to cancel culture. And like, some people get canceled for stuff that they disagree with in the future. But old, old them said it. And it's kind of freaky. I'm like, I don't know. It makes you scared to talk sometimes. All right, that's it. I got to go. Shalom Aleichem. Good Shabbos. Enjoy your Shabbos. Everyone from my Goyim, enjoy your weekend. If you watch this on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and review. Otherwise, share this to your friends if you're listening on Spotify. Thanks so much for tuning in. This was fun, 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 fun. I love doing this. And yeah, um, a lot of life updates. I'll have to fill you in on some life updates next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye.